Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I'm not alone, and I'm not in the studio today. It's a special day here on Good Things. We are coming to you live from Long Laurel, Mississippi. In fact, we're in the yard right in front of the Laurel Mercantile. I got with me some of the boys from HGTV's uh, show, Hometown. You might have heard of that one before. I got Josh now. I got Jim Raspberry. And I got Ben Napier with me today. And we're talking all good things in Laurel. Gosh, it's a beautiful day. I didn't bring the rain, so y'all can thank me for that. Well, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like... To come in yesterday. Yeah, but it looks like I brought the crowd. So, you know, I apologize for all the crowd that's coming around. No, we're not sorry as long as everybody's shopping <laughs> everybody's shopping laurel is buzzing laurel is thriving and there's so much good going on here josh i'm gonna start with you how did all of this get started how did the three families meet and come together well that's a good question um and i get to have the mic that's great um so what's, in what's the time slot here <laughs> yeah so wait, i have an hour you said <laughs> yeah um yeah no so ben ben was my college roommate uh, that's you gotta go. That is not how it happened. <laughs> well, that's where I'm going to start, uh, Eric. Like so, so we're in 1982. Yes. Uh, so Jim is from Laurel. I'm from Laurel, and Aaron is from Laurel. Um, and so we grew up here, and we used to come downtown. And downtown was not alive. Um, but we had heard stories about how wonderful downtown was in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. And so, honestly, that's probably where the dream of downtown was planted. Jim, especially, um, I think had a passion for it early on. And he, a little secret, he actually recruited Ben to live downtown. And then Ben and Aaron, of course, helped to recruit me to live downtown. So... Thanks a lot, Jim. Yeah. So, Ben, when you and Aaron got together and she brought you back home, I was like, hey, we're going to graduate, move back home. We've got these great ideas with my friends. Not being from here and maybe not understanding the stories of when it was once alive, was it hard for you to see the vision of what Laurel could be? No, because uh, this is something that uh, we that I am I feel like is, is true of any place is that people who are from there tend to be blinded by the bad from there. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they, they've, they've grown it there. They're jaded to it. They don't see the magic anymore. The parks are not as good as the parks one town over. You know, it's, you know, all this. But if you're not from there and you've never seen it, well, you know, golly, the parks and Laurel are amazing. The, you know, the building, the architecture is beautiful. It's all unbelievable. And so this was an, an easy sell for me. 
So what came first? You guys renovating? Because I know as you started to pilot the, the little show now, Hometown, I think I think it's doing okay. I don't mm-hmm. know if you'll get picked up again. but you <clears> still, one on the network. It's doing, doing a little bit all right. Um, but it started out as a... As, <laughs> it started out as a pilot like all other shows. Were you guys already into renovating Laurel regardless of whether the show had happened? Or how did that... How did the pilot come about? More on a personal level. We had all done apartments in downtown, and then we had all moved to our houses, and we had done them. And it was not like, you know, oh, we're going to take over, you know, and do all of these things. And it's still not really what we're trying to do. We are just trying to make smart decisions and expand our company, and we're encouraging other people to do the same thing, just do it in our town. And uh, so, yeah, now I don't think, I think that you know we might would have gotten we we talk about like with the network coming on board one of the things that HGTV liked about Laurel when they started was that Laurel was not perfect it was not this postcard town that was going to be you know beautiful have beautiful you know panning shots with the camera that it would they would be able to show the progression over time and they've they've done that and uh you know it's People, we used to kind of get, you know, sort of a chip on our shoulder because people would be like, oh, you know, look at the lights that crisscross the streets. I can't believe HGTV did that, you know, for you. And like, well, they didn't. <laughs> it was a very sweaty summer that we did a, that. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of work to get to that. There's a lot of things that we did that um, we were already working on before the show right. happened that maybe came about after the show but then there are some things that you know happened because like this yard for instance it you know we probably would have never put down turf but we had so much foot traffic we had so much foot traffic on it you had to yeah we had to it well was a, speaking it was of the yard i mean we're right here here on good things in front of the laurel mercantile or teal we've decided that it's both we've been it's wrestling with that all day <laughs> we've been wrestling with that all day not to mess it up um but josh you and i were talking before saying that you guys recognize when hometown got picked up that you wanted a flagship here in laurel of something for all of the wonderful fans who are joining us uh around and even uh, those in mississippi to come and and be able to sort of see and then shop so why the mercantile why that specific business to be the launching pad of you guys's collaboration yeah that's a, that's a, a a great a great question that's kind of pick up on what what ben was saying a lot of ben has always had a good outside perspective because he was the kid that moved around a lot so he would move to a new town and have the outside eye and be able to communicate that and so when we all moved downtown that was kind of what we were doing we were trying to express how great this town is to our local community we didn't have the reach through the network to do that as we do now and so the mercantile the building where where it is now um it was kind of the same thing you would you would walk we walked in that building and it was it was pretty dismal. The worst in town. Yes, it was worse than the scent shop that we got to watch transform. Oh, remember, on the show? So. remember the scent shop transformed five years longer than, <laughs> as it was being leaked into compared to this one. No, so we walked in the building and saw the potential, and so it was just kind of like the town. The potential was there, and we began to tell the the story of the good things, as as your show's called. We began to tell the story of all the positive things that are here in Laurel, and the building is really the the company Laurel Mercantile is really just a projection of that. We wanted people to see this cool 1905 structure remodeled with the 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 tin ceiling. And, and all the charm that is in these old footprints. And so it was kind of that same same thing with, that Ben was saying. We were just just telling 
the locals, and now the market was a little bigger. We were beginning to tell more of the nation um, that this is a great place. Our hometown's a great place. And so the, the mercantile really was just a continuation of that story. Jim, I'll let you talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think it's great that the three of you are, the three different families are able to come together. And I think the three different visions mesh very well. I mean, and sort of the different perspectives of it. So when it got going, obviously successful, what was the next thing in line after the mercantile? Was it the, was it the wood shop? Was it, what was next in y'all's sort of business endeavor here in Laurel? Well, if anything, we you see that we have a lot of irons in the fire. So do. I don't know that there's ever been like, okay, next we're going to do this and next we're going to do that. It's kind of like, well, we need this to happen and then next th- we need this. And at that moment, uh, yeah, Ben was operating the wood shop out of a basement, out of that building, which I don't know if you've ever been in a wood shop before, but it's very difficult to get. It's dusty. But it's dusty, but it's also hard to get stuff in and stuff out. you got to have big rolling doors, good to have a loading dock. So a, a room recessed in the ground is not optimal for building things and then moving them out. Ben, the show, <laughs> your workshop has kind of become like a different set, like an additional set on hometown. Was that mm-hmm. Did that sort of just organically grow into people's interest in you building things for the show, or was that always sort of niched in? Because I feel like it kind of grew into its own little thing, which now you have your own show, too. Yeah. On, um, it it did grow into that, but the building was always going to be a part. The wood shop was always going to be a part of it from the very first uh, when we shot the sizzle, which was like a five minute, like, you know, introducing us to the network as, like, you know, here's Aaron and Ben Napier and their town. We filmed in the wood shop for that. And so it was always going to be a part of it, but. Yeah, it, it, it was actually um, Josh's idea, again, you know, showing us a building that was one of the worst in town. It was a tough one. And saying, you know, look, if we put the shop in here and then you've got this window that looks in, we can put in a general store there. People can come in and shop. And while they're shopping, they can watch the show being filmed, you know, like the Today Show, for instance. And it was just this brilliant idea that then has grown into something bigger. And, you know, people, there was just a family here from... Germany that was telling me they wish they could yeah. see us working in the shop. So, well, you can go over there. They're working right now. I'm just not. Right. Well, it sounds like Josh is the big thinker. Obviously, Ben, you're part of, you and Aaron are the hosts, but also part of this. So, Jim, are you like the Rainer-Inner? Oh, I'm the Rainer-Inner. I'm the glue, baby. I, I mean, we... I got <laughs> there has to I gotta be gotta one that's one. like, hold on, like, you know, like, this is all great. What, is, what does Jim do? Ben? Uh, Jim, make sure that we are making smart financial decisions. There, ha- there like has it. to be That's one. Right. That is true. That has Honestly, to be like, kids, not- we have to regroup. we yeah. got to come back down. Speaking to- of, yeah. is it time for a break? Well, in just a second. You oh, finish okay. your I heard music. I was thinking, so hey, we're, we're going to rein it in. I'm going to do it. <laughs> we're used to TV where we're edited, yeah. so this is going to be unedited. Yes. Uh, no, Jim is actually one of the visionaries. He's a big dreamer. So that's He's behind the scenes. We're going to learn more behind about the Jim and good. the rest of the guys coming up next year on Good Things. Beat. 
positive and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. to you live from Laurel, Mississippi. In fact, we're right in front of the Laurel Mercantile, so if you're in town or around, come out and say hi to me. I'd love to, but I bet you'd like my guest as well. We're continuing our conversation with some of the boys, I guess all of the boys from HGTV's um, sort of sort of successful show, Hometown, you may have heard of it. Um, we got Josh Now, Jim Raspberry, and Ben Napier, but the cool part is, is the story of Laurel, the story of revitalizing, the story of the town coming together to, you know, get on board with what you guys were trying to do or the the show allowed you to sort of start and then then you get what you see here you get to see a bustling town full of businesses thriving communities and does that just make you guys super happy to look out and just see all the people behind us some coming from germany some coming from around you know the states or mississippi to visit laurel to shop to stay and smiling of course as long as they're shopping (laughs) (laughs) no it is it is really neat absolutely And, and to that point I think what I'm most proud of, and we probably all relate to this, is how... Are you from Mississippi? I am, born and raised. All right, so we're all born and raised in Mississippi, and how we know Mm -hmm. what Mississippi is and what it has to offer, but it's being able to share that with people that maybe not have that true feel for what mississippi is maybe they've heard things or they they have a uh something in mind that isn't necessarily true and being able for us to be able to use this platform to kind of show how great mississippi is not just laurel but the people and the things that we make and the the music that we make the the wonderful things that we have to the food that is mm-hmm. coming out of us. So there's a lot going on here that we're really proud that we get to share with the world. Well, one of the things I think that I'm proud that you guys took with the show or the success of it, success of it is not just businesses. Yes, the boutiques, the you sent library, the, the mercantile is great, but it's also the manufacturing. It's bringing back and expanding sort of more jobs and showing the rest of the world and the rest of small towns that you can bring back jobs. You can bring back manufacturings for people to call these places um, home how how intentional or important i know from the sizzle as you call it the pilot you couldn't foresee six seven seasons later all of this sort of snowballing and transpiring but when did y'all realize ben that you might have an opportunity for bringing back manufacturing uh that was pretty much from the beginning oh, when we, okay. we had uh when we you know we actually met at the holiday inn and it was our first of, business meeting. Our first Holiday business Express, because they had, Express, uh, right. had uh, cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. There's yeah. a song there um, coming to mind. So we uh, we had our first business meeting at the Holiday Inn, and we one of the things we talked about was that we wanted to focus on American manufacturing. Because with a show like Hometown, it's it's not about... Yes, it is about home design, but it's a there is a bigger story being told, and it's the, you know, the comeback of an American small town. Well, without... The manufacturing entities that we already had here, Laurel wouldn't have existed anymore. It would have dried up long ago. And I, like Josh was saying earlier, I moved around a lot. And so I've been in towns where that had happened, where, you know, whatever the main employer there was, was gone. And you, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the road, the town disappears or it becomes something very different and so that was something from the beginning you know we focused on american manufacturing knowing that we would one day 
step into the manufacturing role here. And that's what we What are we manufa- manufacturing out of Laurel, Mississippi yeah. now? So Ben's right. Um, essentially, when we opened our retail store in 2016, we committed to selling primarily American-made goods. Um, the consumer maybe wasn't as committed to that as we were early on. And so we realized that in order to be competitive, because we need to be competitive, then we need to make the goods here in Laurel. So we started in the wood shop, actually. We would manufacture small cutting boards or butcher blocks when we weren't filming. Um, but as the show grew in popularity, the time to actually manufacture in the wood shop became smaller and smaller. And so um, so primarily right now, wood products, we make countertops and islands, butcher blocks, cutting boards, and we're continuing to grow that that line under Scotsman Co. Um, and then we started recently to pour our candles here in Laurel, which is really exciting. Um, a lot different than woodworking. Um I think a little easier than woodworking. But we're using some. I mean, we're using wax. Both smell both. good. Yeah, both, smell. Yeah. both would light on fire. One not so much towards <laughs> sort of than the other. Yeah, that's good. Uh, ben, is it true that you picked up woodworking at Ole Miss when you and Erin were students? To be, it's either closer to her in terms of her schedule. I think I saw that on one mm-hmm. of those shows. So I'm curious if that wouldn't have been an option. Like, what would have been Napier done if hometown wasn't? Hometown. Oh, uh, I am. Uh, you didn't know I'm. Uh, I am a pre-law attorney uh, going into politics. Who's going to make a big difference? Oh, got it. Here in Mississippi, uh, and, a, and a history you, major. I think and you might could still student. do that. You get a lot of votes. Um, yeah, I uh, I did run for office one time, and uh, I'll never do that again. Um, it was terrible. Did you really? I did, and okay. I lost. And I don't know Jim, if I should believe you or not. Jim was uh, like, was my like Mississippi uh, office or like college, like a local. Local, okay, local. He lost the office, but he won people's hearts. Gotcha. Boom. Jim Jim was my treasurer or uh, campaign advisor. I can't remember there, what your role. Whatever was. it was, you it fell. wasn't very good. You, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Jim, I'm, I'm getting there's a common thread here. Nobody knows what Jim does. <laughs> no, Jim was like, uh, he, 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 we were sitting at our, he was like, somebody needs to run for that office. And I was like, and I told him, I said, I don't know if he's saying, like, I need to or we, we need to encourage somebody. So I jumped in and threw my hat in the ring, and it was terrible. And uh, I don't so recommend anybody doing it. <laughs> So it's a good thing that the woodworking worked out for you. Absolutely it is. Much better woodworker than politician, I would say. Well, yes. well, y'all are also paving the way and giving back to, to Ole Miss in that way. So tell me, one of you, about the Ole Miss Manufacturing Scholarship, which we can show. How about Some of the things that you've got here. This is one How of the cool that? radio audience. Yeah, we got This way? They can't see this they on the radio? They can over at supertalktv.com. Dot com. They yeah. can do it there. They'll be able to see it on YouTube after the show. Show that top part here, The top too. part. See so that's that? the red that, that you see on the show that came from the Old Miss um, basketball court, correct? If you're listening right now, you just need to come on over to the website and check this thing out because uh, you need to see it. So, yeah. Yeah. So CME, uh, Haley Barber uh, Center for Manufacturing Excellence opened um, just about just over ten years ago, and it's in the heart. It's on the, it's on the campus in the circle, heart of the campus, and it's a manufacturing program for engineers, business majors, and accounting majors. And so uh, I got to tour it about a month ago. Just unbelievable, unbelievable facility, and what they're teaching these students about uh, being efficient in manufacturing is really leading the way for the future for us to be competitive on a global stage. It's just remarkable facility. Yeah, no, I wasn't gonna say. That. Uh, I was just yeah, yeah, I thought you. So. After seeing that facility, of course, we had a bunch of old Miss Wood. Um, for this episode, we made a, a, a spinning table, a, a very hard, it's a terrible, very hard table. 
but we only used about two feet, two by two feet of the old Miss wood, and we had two containers worth. So um, we were like, "What are we going to do with this old Miss wood?" Um, Does everybody know what the old Miss wood is, though? Well. I mean, has that been? Has anybody said that yet? So part of the show, it was the basketball court. The, well, well it's, it is an athletic court for sure, where basketball has been played. You, but this is, do you notice an SEC court? Well, Flip how cool is that? So those are the those are the staple holes. You could practice your dribbling at home yes. on it. Okay. Yes. You now could notice or cut your vegetables. <laughs> n- notice Jim's language. You you called it a basketball court. Jim called it an athletic court. I said an SEC athletic court where so basketball like had been played. Wow. When we purchased the wood, we were told it was from the Tad Pad, and we were very excited. What? I mean, what's that? That's the basketball the college, the former oh, college. Yes, okay. at, at Ole Miss Sorry, people. I'm a Golden Eagle. So hey, me too. Jim is to too. the top. <laughs> Don't say it with such bitterness. <laughs> to the so, top. <laughs> so we bought two containers of Tad Pad wood, and turns out it's not. It is from the campus, so it is an athletic court, um, and it is an SEC. An it SEC is. It's SEC the volleyball have court. Been yeah. on it. And so and anyway, basketball has been played on that's it, but it has been thing. washed, sanitized. Yes, it absolutely. Has. <laughs> so we we now you can get the ones with the sweat stains still on. That'll cost you. Extra. That'll be extra. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did is we so the floor is hard maple, which is a great wood to work with. We work it in the wood, work with it in the wood shop all the time. And so we the problem is so Ben and I in season one love to work with reclaim. Oh my god! We still theoretically love to work with reclaim. It's just so much harder. Well, in season one, we were filming three episodes at a time, and a and you know we'd film six months. Three episodes at a time, two months per three. So, you know, we had way more time. To denail. To denail. And, mm. and there was always a big break in between each one of the sections of filming. And now it's five episodes at a time. There are no break. Like we, we wrap filming one set of houses and we roll right into the next five. And so there's no time to clean the wood shop and get a jump start on denailing boards. And so it's it's become much more complicated to do it. Which this is probably our biggest reclaim. Yeah, we have, we have been denailing this wood for a month now uh, inside of our factory, just literally working. And if tonight. folks want one and to support the scholarship, how do they go and get one? So lauramercantile dot com, uh, and you'll see it there on the home screen. And a portion of all the sales go to support the CME program. And what channel program. do we find Hometown on? It's on HGTV. Well, what day does it come on? Sunday nights at seven, seven. Central oh my God. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Seven Central. All right, you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
going on in Mississippi. We're down here at Laurel, and we're in front of the Laurel Mercantile right there in um, here in Laurel, Mississippi. There we go. Now we got it going. All righty. You know what? Technology's great until it's not. <laughs> but we're still talking up the wonderful story of hometown and the wonderful revitalization of Laurel and its downtown. We still got Josh with us, but we switched out Jim for Mallory. So welcome, I mean, Mallory. I mean, I feel like I'm the better half anyway. You are no, more I crafty. I mean, it was a good I swap, if I have to say. <laughs> you're, you're definitely more crafty on the show, and we still have been as well. But I know we're sort of talking now about the, the new addition to sort of the business, which is the Scent Library. We all got the opportunity, if you watch the show, to see the transformation of that building so how did that one come about the scent library where was it in the chain of thinking and then coming into fruition i'm gonna let josh handle that one well um, I t- i'll tell you why don't we why don't you tell the story of aaron a little bit um yeah so aaron as long as i've known her and ben can attest to this she has had such a passion for scent She's and i know that out. sounds very strange but she she really does like she has a way of describing and remembering and being able to tie certain events in her life to scent and it's remarkable that how she's able to do that and um she has always wanted to do this big candle line and so whenever we started the laurel mercantile actually before we even opened the store she made her first candle and it's the laurel candle and it smells like sweet olives based off of all the sweet olive trees and laurel and um and i swear to god it smells like the actual bud of a sweet olive tree and it's It's actually the uh it was the what it was. I would say it's the reason the mercantile exists. Yeah, it was our first product. We yeah. originally, you know, Erin designed wedding stationery, mm-hmm. and then she wanted to do this candle to sell on the website, and it was like, this was before TV, anything. Mm-hmm. And we did the candle, and then that launched this separate branch of our company, and then the show happened, and we were like, what are we going to do with all this? And so we partnered. Yeah, with and it's friends. burning in every reveal, right? There's a there, there is, is a, a candle, candle burning. It's, yeah. But you know, so fast forward, we've got over fifty cents now. Um, Laurel is still our most popular, but because she has had a hand in every scent selection that we've done, and it's based off of some old perfume or some scent in her life. You know, she'll she'll bring us an old bottle of perfume that she's kept since childhood, and she says something like, "This is what my mom wore when I was in the third grade, and we went to the movies." And it was nineteen ninety six. And every time I smell this I, I think of whenever we went to go see the titanic and i cried like a baby and this just has the best scent memories for me and then we call this one white star <laughs> exactly and so we send that off and we get you know the perfumery to match it and seriously every candle in that store has a story like that and so whenever we were trying to envision what a store a candle store could be we really leaned into this whole library concept because, seriously, every scent does have a story. And so it was such a fun design to come up with <clears throat> and to really lean into because, I mean, I love an old library and, you know, all the things that are associated with library. And so it's it's been a really, really fun project to work on. Josh, I know your family bought it and held on to it for like five years. Did you know, did y'all know it would end up being the scent <laughs> library or did you just buy it going, well, figure that out yeah no that um yeah there's usually a lot of package deal right? there's usually it was a package Josh deal. loves a bundle yeah i love a bundle <laughs> uh there's usually a lot of um potential vision i don't always see the end but i'm like this could be great 
once you see past the dirt floors and yes. the dripping uh, ceiling. It was um, the worst building. I mean, and we say that about every building that yeah. we do. This one, the Mercantile. This one at the time was the worst. You get more experience one. and you realize this is way worse. That's <laughs> what happens. Um, but this building was particularly yeah, so really the, bad. But inside of it, though, there were there were touches of magic. The, um, the building itself was remodeled in the 1930s during kind of a late Art Deco period. And so it had these really cool... They were all rotten, but it had really cool, um, you know, moldings that had kind of a step design, Art Deco style, and so you could see the potential there. But I don't think we had married the concepts yet of this could be a candle store. That that came later for sure. Um, and a lot of our ideas, um, honestly, the six there's six partners in our company. Um, me and my wife Emily, Mallory, and Jim, and uh, you may know Ben and Aaron. Um, <laughs> we and just so, met today. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> we all brainstorm, and a lot of these things are just ideas that come. A lot of things are shot down. Who does the shooting down? Jim gets shot down the most, wouldn't you say? With his <laughs> oh, bless the, the, his He's not here to defend who himself Who shoots down anymore. the ideas the most? The girls probably. Yeah. But that's kind of the beauty of the partnership yes. because, you know, we kind of, in selling our ideas to each other, we kind of go through a whole vetting process uh-huh. of saying, right. like, I have this idea, and then it evolves once you start talking to Ben, and then when you pitch it to Aaron, you pitch it to Josh, and, you know, so that is, it It kind of, like I said, it just vets itself, and yeah. it's the beauty of how we work together. Well, then, and it's the whole idea of if you build it, they will come, and it feels like whatever you guys are doing and the magic of it, they're coming, because, yes, you guys have a great show, and you have great chemistry and all things, but it's a whole lot of other work from the Main Street Association, from the City of Laurel, from the State of Mississippi, everybody else that's sort of gotten on this, I mean, not riding the coattails, but also getting in the momentum of what's going on here, and to me, that's the exciting part. Yeah, absolutely. We don't look at it as uh, riding the coattails. We think of it as like, we're we are all in this together and you know main street and guild and gentry and lee's coffee shop like all of the you know the night butcher everybody is in on this together because without these businesses our businesses their businesses then we don't have this backdrop to film this show that tells this beautiful story and yeah and like even with the old miss like we were talking earlier with old miss if we hadn't found out about this court you know, then, or if people hadn't known that we were attached to Ole Miss, then that wouldn't have happened. And so, yeah, it's a it's a team effort. Yeah, we have a we have a saying. It's um, it's it's more of a posing a question, but you know, does the TV show make the town, or does the town make the TV show? And we found um, that. It really goes both ways. Um, yeah. this, this is a real community with real people, and the TV show has done a great job of telling that story to the rest of the nation. And so um, it's just it's really neat to see. So I know, Josh, you, Jim, and Aaron were all three originals, sort of started here in Laurel. Mallory, you didn't grow up here, did No, you? I grew up in Tylertown. That's okay. where my folks but are from. But that's not far. Ice cream pitcher. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> dairy capital of Mississippi. Absolutely. I've been there while Fall Candle to the, the turtle races for yeah, the Dairy Festival. Dairy yeah, festival, yeah. It's, which is really odd, but... It works, um, but now that you followed the connection between turtles, and the, the <laughs> you know, it's, it's, part, of the it's just part of the festival. You know, turtle races at the dairy festival—it makes total Mississippi <laughs> sense. It's a, it's a long-standing tradition. <laughs> they 
also have barter churning contests. That make you feel better? That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's better. Okay, but for you, Josh, though, like talking about looking back at like your mother, your grandmother, all the people who shared stories of what Laurel was once like, gave you the vision of what Laurel downtown could be. What are you hearing from those wiser in years in town that have sat back and watched maybe what once was thriving for them in their teens or early 20s to now be back bustling and going? Yeah, that's... uh yeah, the way to, the way to think about that. When we started this journey, we had uh, zero children among us. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we have uh, eight children, and they now have fifty percent of those. So we have four children, and it's he inter- likes to brag. Yes, on that. well, just he, I like to explain how hard our life head. is. Uh, you know, compared to no offense, sounds like you did a lot children. of relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what's interesting? Our children will not remember a time when downtown was dead, um, and that's wild for us. Yeah. Um, because that's, you know, the, our, our, our grandparents remember when it was wonderful and when it died. We remember when it was dead and there was nothing down here. And now our children will remember it alive. As far as what it will be for them, honestly, it'll be up to that generation, you know, to keep it going, to, to keep the legacy it, going. So. This blows my, my parents' mind because they grew up in Collins. And if you grew up in Collins in their era, you didn't come to Laurel. This was a bad place. And so it blows their mind that you can come to Laurel and see license plates from not only all over Mississippi, but... I saw Hawaii license plate. How does that happen? How did they get <laughs> How here? How did get that here? I don't How know. do you drive across the you know, Pacific? <laughs> and uh, and that you can walk in, you know, the scent library and see people, you know, asking questions about the scents. And, you know, oh, well, I, we live in Michigan, and this reminds us of this flower from there. Because that's the point of it, is that it, it, every scent should tell a different story for every person. Yeah. And since if you don't make if you can't make it the scent library, do y'all also can you order online? Yes. Everything that we have in the store is available online. And remember it they're made here now, manufactured in Laurel, Mississippi. Yeah. All right, so what's next? We've got a mercantile, we've got a wood shop, we've got butcher boards, countertops, we've got coffee, we've got scents, we done, we got flannel we didn't even get to. Well, our, our factory was hit by a tornado before we bought it, so before we bought it. Um, we like to buy things and just terrible. So, so we got to just stay tuned to yes. what's yes. going to happen? Yeah. Because honestly, we're figuring that out right now. So if you have any good ideas, we're happy to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> RV park. I'm, huh? RV park? Nice. You yeah. never yeah. know. You absolutely never know. you got to come down and visit Laurel and see what these guys have done and give it a shout out. I know there's a lot of good things going on this week. And we'll get to that and more coming up next. Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch. They're parking cars in the old beef patch. There's a bar in the barn and the place that's packed. Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. They come from Mississippi and down in Alabama. 
81 tribes of North America. We've got British Georgian silver, which is kind of fun uh, to look at all around the service of high tea. And then we've got Japanese ukiyo-e woodblock prints. So really a little of something for everybody, and it's kind of nice to have a, a, a exposure to different art forms, but then to be able to see it in a in a space. And people would assume we're small, but we're about 30,000 square feet. It's a pretty it's big also, museum. There's always the traveling shows. That, right. That, we just we just closed a Del Chihuly exhibit, uh, Laguna Murano, which was pretty popular. This fall, we've got a fun exhibit. It's a hands-on exhibit, mainly for kids, but adults will like it, called Van Gogh for All. And so it's kind of an immersive show where you'll get to go in and create. You'll go into the scenes and the sets and rearrange. You can paint. You can put it on the walls. We've got like a 12-foot Starry Night wall that you can manipulate on an iPad, and so the stars and all will move with it. So it'll be pretty fun. If we wanted to plan our visit to Laurel, what's the best place to do that? Best place, or how's the best place to do that? Well, you can Jones County Chamber of Commerce and the EDA and Laurel Main Street are all kind of attached to us. To an app that does a really good job. Visit visit Jones, and it really kind of lets you have itineraries. It's got maps. It's an incredible app. It lets you plan everything. You can do mural tours, all of that. Uh, of course, the museum uh, website is always a good place to start. And for group tours, people don't realize. Uh, I had two groups from Grenada just this week I get on buses for. And so uh, we had a lot of in-state tours from different churches and community groups that want to come visit. And so we love those groups because they come in bulk and spend money. And those are great. <laughs> I, I get that. Shop, 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 shop is what Ben said. Okay, the important question, though, Ben, how are you going to eat crawfish one-handed? So this is a, this is a, not a popular opinion, but I don't like crawfish. <gasps> You're going to leave us on that? I know, I know, but I just, it's so much work for so little payoff. You've got 30 seconds to redeem yourself. Say I'll something just, else. Uh, you know what I mean? It's going to be a lot of fun. The payments are going to be amazing. So there'll be so much crawfish left over because Ben won't be eating exactly. any of it. Exactly. Right. Like come eat mine. Come eat, come eat Ben's. All right, you can go to visit Laurel to get all the information. Come on down. Visit what they got going on here. Thank you all for your time today, but stick with us. you got the boys coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back in the studio at 2 on Monday, but until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.